digging in the crates for something good. Hidden gems often misunderstood. Cause you know there's no such thing as too much. Welcome back to the show. This week, Joe was here, and I'm sure you're wondering, who's Joe? Joe, no last name Joe. Joe is sort of a friend of a friend. I've known him a little bit for several years, and I've had the chance to talk to him every now and then, but we've never really sat down and had like a long, good conversation. So uh, that's what happened today. That was This was the first time it happened, and we ended up talking about owning a business and working for yourself and you know living the life that you choose to live joe's got a business he's been working for himself for a long time now and so that was interesting just to get the details of that but he's also just got a lot of good stories from the people he's met while he's been running this business so he told me a few of those and they're really good working for yourself is obviously a topic that i'm interested in and it was really good to get his experience so it was a lot of fun i hope you guys enjoy too here it is do you, would you ever go back to an eight to five man okay i would okay i i would go back to eight to five for myself if, if that's probably not what you mean you mean for somebody else yeah when i i mean working for somebody else in their business monday through friday friday eight to five it would take a lot of money and i'm talking when i talk about a lot of money well over six figures i don't mean okay into the six figures yeah <laughs> over the six figures because you know the world the world actually works great and i'm ha and i did eight to five for a long time and i and i'm happy that pe people still do it for me and for everyone else but once you get that little taste of like freedom and i say freedom because i kind of choose i'm to the point in life where i can choose what i want to do yeah. for customers and what i don't want to do but when's the last time i worked 40 hours fuck i couldn't tell you it's been 60 for the last seven years yeah. but there's like a different sense of pride and success when it's just this is yours. It's mine. It, it, I, it is mine. In the last three years, I would say that if I get a call and don't want to do a job, I'm kind of to the point where I'm like, ah, I'm, I'm not really interested or oh, over too busy. And that's even, you know, it's just getting tastier. <laughs> yeah. No, I can tell just like when you talk about it, talk about the things you want to do and what you are doing now, just yeah. like you can, you can hear it when you describe it. And I think that's awesome. But now we're at this weird turning point. And, and actually my goal with this new business is to eventually, I'm hoping within a year, you know, it is gonna be an eight to five job. Obviously there's always the behind the scenes, like when I get back to the shop, I gotta do this, this, and this. Yeah. Um, but it, it is gonna have hours. My business right now doesn't have hours per se, um, but this will, this will have operating hours. So 
that'll be different, but I'm kind of looking forward to that. You know, I get behind on stuff cause I, I have so much time and winter time like now is my catch up time. Cause I can't, it gets dark. Yeah. And so, you know, in the summertime, you, you know, work long hours. Oh, hell yeah. We're not, I don't get home till dark anyway. And so there ain't, I don't have time for anything else, but and describe what, what you do now just for anybody who doesn't. I put up steel buildings is probably the best way to do it. Welding and steel buildings. Anything from your dad's shop in the backyard that he puts his old Camaro that he's been working on for 15 years. Hell yeah. <laughs> All the way to, <laughs> uh, like I said, we're going to be doing the brewery downtown. So uh, that's exciting. And a lot of this stuff uh, we've done, you probably don't even see a lot of our work in the commercial world. They're going to cover it up but we handle yeah. all the you, red you iron. put like basically put up the frame and then they're going to do the rest. Maybe. Yeah. On the commercial always, side, but. most time it's frame. If, if it's, if we do sheet metal work, you know, obviously uh, the smaller stuff, they want a steel building. We're going to do the frame and the sheet metal house roofs, sheet metal only basically any sheet metal or frame needs. So can't you get a pretty cheap, uh, steel frame house? They are actually anybody interested go steel. Um, you know, we're averaging right now like $85 a square foot on fully done homes. If you've been looking in the housing market, you ain't spending less than $110 a square foot on a home. And these are stick-built houses. Obviously, they work. I mean, that's what we've been doing for years and years right. you know, is wood frame houses. People just don't realize um, it's just a different market, I think, that hadn't been tapped into. And actually, a couple years ago, we do a lot of houses. Um, I was like, man, so if someone started a, just a steel home company, just actually advertise that, they'd make a killing. And I was told at the time, they won't let you register a steel home company in the state because they don't have codes written for steel homes. You know, you, you can, can do have them. one built. Yeah, you can have, it's very strange. I built one for myself. We're currently doing one right down there at, oh, Sunny Lane and 104th. The city will come out and do it, but I'll tell you, they come there and they go, Okay, because they don't have a clue. I don't think they know. Like what, they don't know what to tell you. Yeah, what are they going to do? I mean, I built one for myself, and I said, hey, I'm, I'm building this. I'm framing the inside, framing the outside. I'm doing the concrete. All that. And they're like, okay, because there's no code for it. So, it's so bizarre. It, it's very bizarre, and I know that this sounds retarded, but there's a whole other world out there that I think there's people that lobby for this type of stuff that are very against it you know, whether it's the American Lumber Association or whatever, we offer spray foam insulation, if you know what that is. I know um, a little bit about it, but... But you know what it is. It's, yeah. you know, now you go in restaurants and you see it everywhere. Yeah. Well, obviously the traditional is the, uh, like the R... The cotton candy? The cotton candy nonsense, the itchy <laughs> shit, you know, the... Well, you, there were lobbyists that were spray foams taken over and they're not having it. So, you know, they get together and they're like, D you can't do spray foam. It releases poisonous gases in your house and it's gonna like rot out between them because there's no vapor barrier. And it was actually a really bad deal. And we in the city didn't do it for a while because of that. It's all nonsense, you know, but they were really rallying for that. Cause if you think about the sales that the, uh, uh, I went brain dead, but fiberglass insulation, right. You know, dude, it's plummeted. I haven't used fiberglass on my buildings in two years, you know. So I alone, just me, have taken away, you know, tens of thousands of dollars away from that industry. Man. And see, that's one you know about, 
But do you ever wonder how many things we miss out on because of lobbyists and like really these monopolies that decide you're not going to use these other products? Oh yeah. And there's a whole nother world out there that people don't understand. And, and, and people are, are so quick to judge and get upset because of price hikes or you can't do this and you can't do that. But I think it's honestly because they probably don't realize what's really going on behind the scenes, you know? Yeah. And I know I got a lot of buddies that own other businesses and little niche businesses and it's everywhere. Just, and money usually always wins, man. <laughs> I know. And that's like, so that's the one I can't win because I don't have any money or not that kind of money. You got to have like money, money. Yeah. You, yeah. Big money. I mean, there's, there's no sense in even bothering. I, I've done work. I've only been ripped off one time in seven years. And By I mean, someone you were doing work for? I mean, didn't pay me like for what I did because contracts are a pain in the ass. If we're, if we're doing a job, that's not a commercial job. That's not a, you know, several thousand dollar job. If it's only, if it's under $60,000, we're not going to write up this big contract. It's just a waste of our time. And we can file liens, you know, we'll build your shop. If you don't want to pay me, I'm going to file a lien on it. What can, doesn't matter. But if you ever want to sell that place, or do anything like that, you can't because there's a lien on it. But that. if I wanted to have you build something for me and I decide not to pay you, then I'm also free and clear is what yeah, basically, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, I'll it's tell you- a lot of trust in people though. Well, it takes me about five minutes to, to bring the building down. So if you go to work and I can get easily access your yard, I could, you'd probably just come home and the thing would be on the ground. Did you do that with that? Uh, I did not. These, this was- <sighs> Should have shot a video of it and then sent it to him. I'm going to, well, my name's my name hadn't been on here, I guess. I don't know. Do you want to say it right now? No. <laughs> <laughs> We're not. We'll say the last name. Do you want an alias? Yeah, yeah. No, my first name is fine. My name's Joe. The reason I'd rather not say last name is there's still a lawsuit going on over this deal. Really? Um, I'm not involved. Basically, we built this building. And uh, they were aiming to do like a church, if you will, is what they were claiming. But I'm thinking a little more risque than that, you know. And No, tell me more. Well, <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you mean? Man, this was uh, this is in the middle of nowhere. I'm not even going to get to directions, but we're talking 45 minutes to the nearest gas station, you know. So out there. Out there. You know, I live in the country, but this is what we call like, you know, this is the real country like the holy shit 45 minutes i'm and i'm not even that is no joke 45 minutes to the nearest gas station the nearest st anything and uh kind of in the mountainous regions if you will and um that's how horror movies start yeah and actually the first time we met this guy's like man you're gonna have to uh meet me here in town and we'll follow you out and you're gonna follow us out there and i'm about halfway there i'm like man, I don't know about this shit. You know, he seemed like a normal dude. <laughs> I mean, you and, never know. Yeah, yeah. And he purchased the materials already. On these big buildings, we usually have the person purchase them so that way we're not completely fucked if they do what they did. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, anyone that has, you know, $65,000 to buy this massive building is obviously somewhat legit and not trying to bring us out here to like, you know, kill us. So It's an expensive murder. It is. But not it. I guess it's not if you get about thirty out of it. You know what I mean? If you, yeah, use, if you use that receipt for the next that's year. True. <laughs> <laughs> so so we go out there and they, pretty cool house slash building. And he starts talking about this church and this camp that he's making, and I'm like, 
oh, okay. And I don't do work for churches anymore, by the way. They're the most pain they ask to deal with. Not, not downing religion or anything. No, just like as an organization. Or oh, like there's, always, there's always 20 of them. You know, at the end, before you get a check that have to clear it, um, they're always not happy about something. And they, they're always, at the end, they always want to know how much you want to fucking donate. Hey, Joe, we owe you $20,000. How much would you like to, it is tax donate deductible. back. Every fucking time. And I'm like, man, I'm sorry. You know, my favorite is when they, we've done like uh, dog rescues and horse rescues and stuff. And my favorite's when they're like, well, Joe, we're a nonprofit organization i'm like that's weird because i'm a for-profit one so you know fucking coffee. yeah i'm gonna need all of it (laughs) yeah i i hate being guilted into donating i'm all for like donating to good causes i hate being guilted into it shame on you dude for being guilted into it i hate trying to be guilted into it but i've learned to just kind of get you know blow them off and be like dude get out of here i'm not a very uh empathetic person unfortunately with anything or just something like like i think honestly with anything um, and actually before I forget, I guess we better finish this one off. So, so yeah. we, so he's talking about camp. So we did it. We set it out. I'm like, that's fucking weird, man. But whatever, you know, this, how much, and, and we get the concrete's already there, which is, we usually provide that we'd like to, especially on this big stuff to know it's done correctly. But he says it is. Was the concrete next to like a six foot hole? No, no, the- no. But it was built up. And this is how else I knew he was serious, man. They, they spent probably 20 grand in dirt work, how high they built this thing up on the side of this mountain and uh long story short we do it about halfway through we come to work we're staying out of town we come to work and there's about 20 cracks in this concrete and it rained the night before and water was coming out of them basically cracked all the way through the slab and i'm like holy shit you know obviously they didn't rebar it they didn't do the stint something's fucked and we can't go on yeah so i call them up and i'm like hey you gotta come check this out uh, we're going to have to stop or else this building's not going to make it, you know? And he said, why? And I tell him, so he lives about three hours away. So well, I'll be there tomorrow morning. And I'm like, all right. So we took the day off. We come up together because where we were staying about 20 minutes down the road, camping. I took the fifth wheel up there because I ain't fucking anywhere else around. So uh, we get up there. There's about a hundred of them, man. And the fucking building's leaning about two foot one way. Jeez. And I'm like, hey, this thing, this wasn't this bad yesterday. We got to get this done, like taken down. And uh, he was like, just strap it up, finish it. You know, it'll probably hold itself up. I'm like, fuck you. There's no way we're going to do that. And he was pretty mad about it. So he, he wanted to know how much to take it down. I gave him a price. He didn't like it. Obviously, I mean, given he's out of he it, he's hoping a bit for of free. Money. Well, yeah, and I can't do that. We're already a week in on this building, and it's going to take a couple days to take it down. And he was like, no, fuck that. You know, I don't, I'm not going to do it. I said, okay, well, I'll tell you what, you know, give me this much. And it, I'll tell you right now, it was less than a quarter of what the whole job was. I said, I, I have this much in it. I need this money, you know, to recoup my time. Yeah, there. it was fair. Yeah. And he said, no, he said, I, I now have to file a lawsuit on the concrete guy. And, I, you know, I'm probably need to sue the steel provider because, you know, it could be something with the building but it's a hundred percent the concrete guy and these people got money and I'm like, man, I'm going to be, I have a family too. You know, you're, you're screwing me out of thousands here. And he's like, I don't care. Go on. Okay. So I left. I'm not going to, you know, what do I do? And, uh, you got 90 days to, 
even be able, if you didn't pay me, I can't do anything legally for 90 days. You got to give him that time. Yeah. Like that's it for him to change his that's mind. That's a lean all period. You know, like, yeah, I can't go down in a month and say, Hey, this guy never paid me. So I didn't know how serious he was, but he quickly filed a lawsuit on several people. Not us. He's like, I'm going to leave you out of it. Cause I appreciate your honesty and I don't think you did anything wrong. And so I just kind of had to let it go. Cause it, cause the, the, you know, once again, money, I knew that I'm, if I pestered him about getting money from him, he would drag me into that shit. And my bank account's not as big as his, and it'd be a losing battle. That was three and a half, man, like three and a half years ago, Jay. Is when that and job it's was? still going on. I just, got call, I just got a call two weeks ago about going to court to testify because he's, still, he's got so much money that this steel provider, multi-million dollar business you know we're not talking about we're talking about a fucking steel provider like producer and distributor they're still going to court over this deal that and i'm like dude they must have so much money to keep on dragging this shit out thinking and they're not going to win i i know the people you know i know the steel place real well and they're like man they're not going to fucking win i mean we have the contract we hired a third-party engineer we got we dug under the slab took pictures of it whoever did the concrete fucked it but they're so hard on about getting something out of it that they're still at it and it's so weird it's like a pride ego thing it really is and so i had to, I had to eat it man and uh you know to this day if they surprise me with a check it really helped i mean um since then i and you know what's funny is that really didn't even change my ways <laughs> i still didn't Not start doing contract no i i'm a little more weary like i said it, it was a weird story and so now if i get weird stories i'm kind of like man i'm I'm out, you know? Yeah. yeah like I said, I would have taken that thing down, but this guy was like super like culty and like weapons galore, always had them on him. And like this property 40 in the fucking middle of nowhere. No, I'm not about to sneak out there, dude. And the buildings, I, I bet it's falling down anyway. So yeah. Cause it was like moving that way. Right. Yeah. It was going that way anyway. So I just kind of had to let that one go. God, What a so. bizarre story though. Like I, I probably would have been the same way. Like you don't want to, start something because you no, don't know what's going to happen out there i wish i wish i could i'll come back when this thing's said and done because i would love to say tell you all all kinds of good stuff i want details but i'm kind of it kind of worries me you never know like when i th- i completely forgot about it till a couple weeks ago when they told me hey you gotta come in here and like give you know give a statement i'm like damn y'all are still at it so it kind of worries me if something got out like they could drag me into a some oh, kind man. of weird. So does it seem like the guy, like type of guy, where there's all this weird stuff going on that you're not even going to know about till even 20 years from now, or there's some 2020 story about? All right, we're we're starting to push it, but I did find out there is a there about a year after that, his name popped up on something I was reading. I'm always kind of looking for a vacation. Uh, I've been wanting to buy some land somewhere. Like uh, we love get we love outdoors and getting away, and uh, I was kind of looking for some land arkansas and stuff like that just a somewhere i could put a little cabin dude i found a there is a uh i don't know what you would call it uh there's there's a, a a big chunk of land hundreds of acres where lots are that you can buy and build your cabin yeah i don't know what you would call that um I don't know. Not a, a chunk not of land. You know, you know, like when you go down to Broken Bow. Yeah. All those cabins. Well, there's only several cabin companies, but you know how but it is. You pull into one. And they, yeah, it's they like a, a it's almost like a neighborhood. You pull in there and it's 20, 30 cabins. Yeah. It was kind of like that. 
except there was like man like 700 lots and cabins already there and stuff wow lo and behold so i'm looking on there he's the fucking president of this place oh man there's some weird stuff i was like no man people don't even know and and i'm telling you it's you start getting out that way especially arkansas that's where that shit happens those people want something to look for and want some something to be a part of and i'm not shitting you I'm gonna. I'll write his name down before. Yeah, maybe I leave. maybe that's my next documentary. Like that. Yeah, you don't say it out loud, but I'll go after it. I could still get there, but I'm telling you, I'll write it down for you. And one day you might look, you might see something on the news about like, goddamn Joe fucking <laughs> barely <laughs> like, got out of there. He's barely alive. Oh shit! Or you know, it might have worked out. I didn't. I didn't build a fucking weird pedophile ring or some shit for this guy <laughs> do you ever do you ever wonder about that though building something not just with him but if you're building something that you have no idea what's going on in there oh man yeah because anybody could have like you're just building a building yeah but, and someone's gonna do it if i don't do it someone's gonna do it that's true if now if i knowingly knew something obviously i wouldn't do it my right. conscience wouldn't allow it but no i don't lose sleep over it uh i I've, i ran into a lot of weird people like i deal with a lot and city country whatever and i will say i've learned a lot about people and i'm constantly reminded people that live in an i would say an eight to five life and almost repetitive they totally forget um how weird and different people are you know you watch the news now and unfortunately terrible shit happens all the time right. but anytime like some weird shit or whether it's someone a shooting or whatever they find some weirdo with kids locked up i'm never really taken back by it anymore i'm like oh of course they did because these people are everywhere not yeah that sounds terrible not <laughs> i got one next door i'm they're... just saying that they dude i ran across people that i'm very uncomfortable around but what are you gonna do well, you just know they rub you the wrong way but you're not sure why oh yeah yeah the way they their persona and their mannerisms and stuff i'll a quick story i i actually thought um I was actually scared for my life uh, one time. And I, when I usually went out somewhere, you know, look at jobs, especially during the night, I'll send my wife or my dad, my location. Like if it's, I'm talking, you know, in, way out yeah, in the country. Just in case. If I pull up, it's kind of sketchy. I'll like shoot in my, I'm like, hey, I'm here. This is where I'm at, you know? And uh, man, one, anyway, one time I went out pretty far out and it was like a junkyard and man that's kind of odd but i have also learned dude, these country boys got money <laughs> these people got a shitload of money they save everything they're junky but they got plenty of money and got four barns already it's just yeah. part of what they do and i felt real weird about it so i sent it because once again i don't like judging people but you see a junkyard a 45 year old single wide and that's falling apart and it's like well this is kind of odd that this guy wants you know a seventy thousand dollar building and uh so i get out and i start talking to this guy and you know i'm I'm only i'm 30 now this was probably four years ago but i'm a young looking dude you know if people see me i'm always getting fucking mistaken for 20 years old damn it you always get id'd i'm assuming oh god damn all the time <laughs> it's ridiculous but hey i'll be back at 50 i'll look fucking good you yeah know? but right now it kind of sucks and, you know a lot of people are like oh uh, so where's the who's the owner I'm like, well that that's me that'd like, be me. you you i'm like yes fucker you know <laughs> but uh so i get out and this guy starts talking to me and i can tell he kind of doesn't really know like really hadn't thought about what he wants in a right building. and uh, he keeps calling me boy 
and kind of like in a derogatory kind of way. And uh, he tells me, you know, ask if I want a beer. I'm like, ah, no, thank you, you know. And he just keeps talking about how good of a job I'll do. And like, will I do a good job? Will I do him right? And this, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever, man. You know, we'll do good and we're professional. And he keeps, and he just stops and he looks me square in the eye. And I'm talking like <laughs> fucking 12 inches from each other. And he's like, tell me you'll do a good job, boy. And I was like, sir, I don't, you know, I can give you some references. I don't really know what else to say. And he's like, no, tell me that you'll treat me right. And I'm like, dude, I'm at this point, I'm fucking hundred percent weirded out. I'm like, man, this is weird. And, uh, he's probably, he's probably towards 50. Did he have clothes on? He did. He did. He was, I would say fully clothed. Okay. It is summer. So you can kind of skimp. And, uh, he's like, he's like, come around back and I'll show you where we're putting it. And I'm still kind of there, still kind of cautious. And, uh, I carry a gun with me all the time. I don't usually keep it on me if that makes any sense. It's in my truck. Yeah. You know, man, we work any we work in some odd places. You just never know what's gonna happen. I've been in some odd situations. So And did you say this was at night or is it Yeah, it, dusk. Okay. Obviously it's not night night. But, but it's like it's light light out, but it's getting dark. Oh yeah. And so I left that in the truck. You know, it's not I'm not no I'm not that paranoid where I'm gonna fucking put it on me when I get out every time. And so I, we kind of peek around back, kind of stand on the side of the house. It's just a, it's a fucking junkyard back there. And for the first time in my life, everyone always talked about, oh, I had a feeling someone was watching me and stuff. And I'm like, oh yeah, I've had that feeling. But that was the first time that I knew like that real feeling. I mean, my heart just dropped. And I mean, I swear to you, I, I was convinced. I'm like, holy shit. I was like, this ain't right. And my heart just started racing. And man, I, I don't even know the last time I've been like that concerned slash scared because man i'm in the middle of nowhere and this guy's acting super weird and he keeps calling me boy and keeps like telling me he's like look me in the eyes and it was getting fucking odd man he wanted me to go back there and he's like just come come back here you know come come take a look you know he's like come on out come on over here boy and uh i just want to make sure that you're gonna do me right and all this shit and and i didn't get a rapey vibe i got like a like a creepy like, like I'm kill, a kill you yeah man and i don't know if it was like some kind of weird <laughs> like uh ptsd thing but i was like hey let me let me grab my notebook and um i went back to the truck he fought i mean i'm talking he was right fucking on my heels and i was nervous as fuck looking at him. and i dude i'm a big dude i'm like six five fucking 210 205 you know and he's just like on my heels and i'm thinking holy fucking how big shit. was this guy Man, he's your average dude. He's probably six foot or so, you know, just your average build. Um, I don't know if I could take him in arm wrestling. I don't know, but <laughs> goddamn, if someone has a club and wants to hit you in the back of the head or yeah, knife sure. or whatever. He's big enough. Yeah, he was big enough to like cause me a damn problem. So I get to the thing and open my door. And as soon as I open it, I jump in. I just get in my seat. He's like, what are you doing? I said, oh, I'm just, I said, man, I got to go. I said, I'll call you. I got. I forgot. And he's standing where, like, where I can't close my door and he was man he just wasn't having it he wasn't being like forceful like not letting me shut it but he definitely wasn't getting out of the way and man i let i'm talking i think that might have been my like the one and only true panic attack i had when i left and i called my wife when i got service and was like dude i think this motherfucker i bet if we got the cops out here they would i bet they would find bodies man and god you know what's crazy is i i was like almost in shock when I went home and 
I fucking couldn't get you there. I, I wouldn't. I couldn't tell you how to get there now. I I know whereabout it is, and probably maybe if I drove around, I might be able to find it. But just with your mind racing so much. Oh like, man, it's weird, and that's hard to man. It's hard to explain. Like no, but I can kind of get it. Like you did a good job <laughs> of telling it, where I, like, I can sort of feel it. But how'd you get out of there? If he's standing in front of the door, like, I just, man, did I, you tell him to move? My truck was on and I just put it in gear and, you know, I had my hand on the door and I just kind of let off the gas. Like, I'm not going to fucking run the guy over. You know, I don't want to, I want to defuse it to where it's like, there's no reason for us to get super physical, but I just kind of, you know, let, let, let it do that little rocking as you come back. Like, yeah. And eventually he was just kind of moved back, you know? It was, man, it was the weirdest thing. It's one of those things that when I, I tell some people, they're like, yeah, whatever. I'm like, no, dude. It was, it was really, really spooky. <laughs> no, because, and you know, the sad part is even if he wasn't, because uh, maybe he maybe he wasn't going to do anything. Maybe he wasn't oh, yeah. creepy. But the fact that he has that sort of personality that he can make somebody feel that way, he's yeah. not set up for greatness in life. No, well, that unsocial dude man that's yeah. what you get learn how to treat people learn how to be social so. that's the thing because you like if you're if you're working a just a regular old job for a company and you live in the city or the suburbs or something like that you're, you're kind of like you end up fitting into the social norms because you're just around a big group of people who are all the same oh, every yeah. day or at least to a certain extent yeah but if you're living out by yourself isolated like i can imagine you just you can turn into something real weird yeah and and I'm really good. A lot of people where I live at aren't, I don't think good at uh, balancing country slash city social life. And maybe yeah. what I do helps. I've lived in the city, you know, and, and we're not in the country, you know, we're, we're maybe not a suburb, but God dang, you know, I'm 30 minutes from downtown. You're not living in a city. cave out in the desert. Yeah. Like, and people, uh, yeah. So they have a hard time juggling. I can come to the city and, and, function just fine and not get upset at anybody and, yeah and but some of these people that live out there like goddamn city folk this and that <laughs> you know we have our differences but you ain't you're gonna hate life if you can't figure out how to you know work in any social environment yeah <laughs> but you can also be in the country and be a really social person like i feel like you're pretty social but you also can live that country life but you're not you're not out there living by yourself in a trailer. No. Like not talking to another soul. No, you will catch me at the, uh, you know, the latest fad place downtown. You know, maybe maybe one night you'll see me at Jones Assembly. With your pinky up? Yeah. Just sipping on. The hard part is finding uh, places with good Chardonnay. So. <laughs> <laughs> What's the biggest city part about you? Oh, man. I don't know. Uh biggest city part That's, what do you like the best about the city i guess i i, I do love the di diversity you know what i mean when i can come down here and mosey i i do fucking hate walking around friday and saturday night you know maybe someone has like a get a birthday or a wedding or something around yeah me. I'll, I'll do it but every time i do it i'm like this is this is terrible um mainly because the people and i don't mean the crowd i'm not i'm not a big fan of just like shoulder to shoulder yeah but People just always starting shit, causing trouble, whether I'm involved or not. You know, it's just like, God dang, you know, people don't get along very well. Yeah, but I true. but I love being able to to like hop place to place. You know, that that is a blast to me. I love being outside. And so if I can park somewhere and spend all day just wandering on foot or even maybe take a little Uber somewhere, it's awesome. You know? Yeah. I love going to Dallas and hitting up the different neighborhoods there. 
or going to like um, you know Eureka Springs. Those places are never in Dallas. I know that sounds retarded, but they have so many like neighborhoods that in the daytime it's, it's really place. it's really not that crowded. You know, to be honest with you, and so that's probably my favorite thing. Um, so yeah, that's, that's why I like to live down here because I, I like being able to go out my door and I could walk to get something to eat or I can walk for there's like entertainment around here. Oh yeah. But the same thing, like I really don't like going out on a Friday or Saturday when it's the crowd most crowded. Cause I know just walking from wherever I'm at to where I'm going to be, there's going to be somebody that's just going to bother me. Oh yeah. Oh, for sure. Dude. But I'll tell you that if I had a city job and, and my wife, I tell her all the time and no kid. Yeah. Dude, I would, this right here, what you got is perfect. I would live downtown so I can just wander off at any time if that was my thing. Yeah. But, it's. I mean, it, that would be fun. But I'm like you. Someone's gonna cause a problem of some sorts or inconvenience me. And yeah, especially when me. it's like Friday or Saturday. People were. Well, there's a lot of drunk people around here, <laughs> which is fine. Like, go out and have fun. But I like. I don't want to be a part of whatever you're doing. So like, just don't. Just don't talk to me when we're passing by. Just like, let's pretend like we don't know each yeah. other. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't like. Uh, well, I love socializing, but on my terms. Yeah. Is that terrible? <laughs> I don't think so. I feel like most people are probably like that though, right? Yeah, I guess so. Except a lot of people force other people to do it on their terms. Yeah, I guess that's probably the difference. A lot of people are more, uh, oh, uh, they're not they're not like <sighs> laid back about it probably. Yeah. You know, you can easily get in someone's space and start talking and they just don't want a problem, so they'll just go along with it even for a damn hour. You see it all the time. <laughs> yeah. They're just like, yeah, yeah, totally, man. And then when they leave, they're like, my fucking God. Yeah, you know? I hated every minute of that. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm like, dude, fucking get the fuck out of here. I don't want anything <laughs> to do with this. You know, or hey, we're doing something, man. Sorry, not to be rude. You know, honestly, though, that's a better way to live, though. You, you know, you, I think you should be doing it on your terms in, the, in that sense. I, I don't want to say I was a pushover, but I, I, I did cater probably a lot more to people. And I'm a really nice guy, and I'll do anything for good friends of mine. But uh, I, a couple years ago, I've just kind of learned to. I just really said, you know, I'm going to start being an asshole. You know, not only when needed, and not let people inconvenience me, not let people take advantage of me, and do what I want. And man, it's uh, it's really worked out. Like I said, I'm not I'd like walk in and start cutting in line, <laughs> or like you know what I mean. I, I'm not, not like a dick. Yeah, but. You want to talk to me and I don't have time? Sorry. Hey, I got to go. Or, yeah, I'm out eating and some drunk guy wants to come over and sit down and BS. I'm like, hey, did you? I'm sorry, but we're doing something here. Get, get out of here. Yeah. You know, and and uh, it's worked out super awesome. Well, you those know. are the things that nobody should stand for. Like, no, I, no. Like, but I people, guarantee I'm too nice, but I shouldn't be. Like, yeah, you 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 don't want to be rude to somebody, but at the same yeah. time, like, well, they're being rude coming over to you. It is, but and uh, it's hard, you know, and people don't like it because they do throw that, like, oh, you're the dick. Yeah, like, like what, oh, I, what the I, hell, bro? Yeah. And it's like, well, I, excuse me, but you're the one that kind of, like, did that. Yeah, know, then you, you have to, like, explain it. to them how, oh, yeah. like, courtesy works and like how, how it is what it means to be nice uh man i'm see i've even passed that i'm yeah. usually like but man like, we're doing something here and we don't know you yeah but you're gonna tell me off i'm like yeah fuck off <laughs> it's you know i just gotta jump right to it because yeah because they're not kid. gonna understand it anyway if you try no, to explain you're it you're not gonna reason with people at all well it's hard so. to reason with anyone who's drunk anyway yeah drunk or just stupid yeah, hard-headed stupid you can't beat fucking stupid man <laughs> i mean you can't no oh so uh when are you moving downtown again? Oh, man. Never. Would you ever want to have a place downtown, but also have a place in the country? You know, I, I think that'd be cool. If I was just stupid rich, I would totally have a place. Um, 
because it, it's actually pretty often that we'll uh you know get a hotel or yeah something like that and uh like just go out and have a good time like fuck it i'm gonna price line something yeah so we don't drive we're responsible so and it's a change of pace so i've always wanted that except the opposite like i'm living down here but i'd love to just have land somewhere and like i don't know i, I think it's for me it's just about balance i'd rather have i don't want one or the other i'd like to I told you. Up. I told you the turnpike's coming in. Yeah. So I bet I could get downtown in less than half an hour when that's, so that's done. Not bad. So that's kind of perfect for me, man. So I can. Uh, I'm in a good spot. I can take 23rd and get right, you know, down there by, uh, um, you know, like the Tower Theater in like half an hour. I can get downtown in half an hour. Is that your spot, man? It is. It is not. The reason I said that is because that is an up incoming spot. <laughs> I just can't believe it. I, you know, I've always been in like construction manual labor-esque stuff and i know like i said i've only been doing this for a little over a decade but all these places that are coming up i'm like what the fuck man these were like shitholes that we were gutting yeah. 10 years ago and had to lock our damn trucks because the fucking bums would steal all our shit while we were inside working let's turn around like completely yeah every time i go somewhere i'm like what I like hell? that area of that tower theater. I just like it because it's an old theater. I, I love that somebody took it and did something with it. Well, I actually just went to my first show there. I'm always on the lookout for shows. That's probably my biggest, I was going to say, music's probably the most city thing about me. Um, and I mean just music choices. If people like saw what I listened to, especially people I know a lot of them probably be like, what Let's the fuck, it. Joe? Put it out right here. Like, <laughs> yeah. Give me, give me the, uh, the one that you wouldn't want anybody to hear. Oh, no. See, I don't have any... You don't I'm have like a guilty pleasure. You're proud of you're proud of. Your I'm proud music. of my music. That's good. I really am because don't get me wrong. I got friends that are like that's fucking. You're fucking ridiculous or that's that's fucking crazy. Why I don't understand you. But I'm like whatever, dude. You're not gonna judge me off my music or if or if we know each other and like your your view of me changes because of music. Like I don't want to be friends with you anyway. You're a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I won't force my music upon you. Like yeah. If I'm if we're sitting in the truck and I know you don't like fucking a certain music, I'm not gonna Miley Cyrus, like you're not Yeah, gonna, I'm not gonna like too bad, Jay. We got three hours ahead of us and we're <laughs> listening to all the goddamn Miley Cyrus albums. <laughs> so, but I listen to now I don't really dabble in in rap, you know. That's not really my thing. Uh any kind of music that has a good like message, that probably sounds stupid as shit. That that's so like cliche. You know, but, man, <laughs> that's <laughs> I love me some logic. I love oh. logic. That's, that's rap though it is i was saying i'm not a big fan of rap but like but he logic is, he is different though kid cuddy dude that's probably one of my top five favorite artists of all time whether i listen to him all the time or not dude that guy's just like doesn't give a shit it seems like and he uh, he's always like and i don't mean like strong message like empower me i just mean like storytelling and saying what he wants yeah. to say and and he like covers a lot of stuff and i really enjoy that so then i'll listen to country and i'll listen to i don't really listen to any like pop you ain't gonna catch me with no like katie like, perry like uh top 50 hits or whatever top no 25. i don't really do i don't really do that i do a lot of folk music and uh and a lot of uh man it's so hard these days to not sound like a hipster like when you say a lot of if you say that yeah a lot of alternative a lot of stuff that you probably don't hear you know but uh, it's i don't there's not a lot of big big bands that i like you know i'll throw a couple out there like uh um lost dog street well, a fantastic band, you know. Um, I don't know them. Or, uh, yeah, they're good. You should listen to them. Um, they're kind of a country folk type of music. You know, Sturgill Simpson's blowing up. Tyler Childers is blowing up. And I love those guys. And uh, um, Drive-By Truckers. I'm going to Tower Theater in a week to see them. Two weeks. 
See, that is your spot. Yeah, man. It's the spot. Once I went, that was a fantastic place. Yeah. Once I went, which was Lost Dog Street, um, I said, I'm going to check it out. Because I'm, I'm always looking in the city of venues. Like, I have a, a list of artists that I want to see. Some big, some small. You know, and I'll, I'll get on their site once a month just to see, are they coming close so I can see them? Because I love, I love like, live shows. And uh, so when I see it, you know, it pops up. I'm like, oh, shit, okay, they're there. And Tower's always cheap. Yeah, and so you know, because um, like a newer, newer venue. Oh yeah, so and great artists. Like I said, right up my alley. A lot of these artists are smaller bands that aren't super popular, and they, you know, and I can get tickets for cheap, and I just love it. That being said, I fucking love Metallica, man. You know, I drove all the way to Dallas to see Metallica because I grew up it's on cool. that they shit around forever. Oh man, forever. I don't like their last you know whatever it is 10 years but uh but like classic metallica but they knew they know that i went to this show i didn't give a fuck how much it was expensive as shit but i wanted to see him like i said that was the first album i ever had was a metallica album and uh, i was like hey, we gotta see him but they know what made them big they only played shit you know they played a three-hour set probably and, and played three or four songs that were the last since 2000 yeah. They so, play what people want to hear. Yeah, they know That's what they know band. what people love. Yeah, it was fucking amazing. I went to a '90s throwback show where they had like Vanilla Ice and some oh stuff. yeah, and uh, <laughs> Vanilla Ice comes out and he makes everyone wait the entire set before he plays Ice Ice Baby. Like you know why we're here, man. But but he knows if he played it, he'd probably lose half the fucking audience. That's true. We would have left. Let, they leave. You know. But he's got to know his audience. Just play that one song and leave. Yeah, dude. That's and that and he could do that. Yeah, you don't monopolize on that shit, dude. But he just wants to go out there and feel important. I'm like, I don't know. I get that too. But come on, come on, man. Whatever. Well, we're uh, about out of time. Oh, well, there you go. But let me tell you something. You are a hipster. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you why. I have. I have. A, this is my. I've. I've thought a lot about this. Not just with you, but yeah. other people too. The original idea of being like a hipster. Or a hippie, because I guess that's where it comes from. Yeah, it's like going against the grain, doing yeah. something different, and doing what you want to do. that's not too mainstream. It's basically what you're doing, right? That's true. It's just like the term became this other thing. It yeah, it became like a style and a look. It did, and I don't like this. Not so much the style and look, whatever. But I hate that. I really hate the attitude that these people have. Yeah, man. like a really shitty attitude. And a lot of it now is like, what are you doing here type of deal? Yeah. Like you know? you, you're not in this circle. Like, look how I look. You know, this is how I look most of the time because I'm working all the time. Yeah. Can you, dude, when I go down to like places after work and meet someone, I've met, you know, a couple of buddies here and there, or I go down to, uh, uh, oh my God, I, I always forget the name, name of it, the new brewery down there. Oh, it's not the SoundCloud. It's SoundCloud, like the website? No, I know it's not. That's <laughs> Stone, the website. Stone Cloud. Stone Cloud. God dang. Yeah. You know, when I walk in there and people are like, what the fuck? And it's like, man, why? Why can't yeah. I come down here? But and- the crazy thing is, like, you walking in there dressed however you want yeah. makes you more of a hipster. Uh, yeah, but they don't they know. Are. They, I don't, they, they don't, don't know. get it. They're the sheep now, yeah, fuckers. That's right. That's what it turned into, though. It really did. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you got to wear flannel, you got to have a beard, and you got to listen to these bands. Yeah. And that's it. Fuck it. You just start your own movement. I will, and I'll, I don't know what I'll call it. I'll, that could be your other business. You you uh, sell clothes. You got a little your your brand on there. Yeah, it's like a whole new look. You got to be clean shaven, clean shaven, or not be able to grow facial hair. Yeah, or not. It doesn't matter. You can have a little stubble, but yeah. that's it. You but can't go we'll past be, that. Like I'd be out of the 
club for sure. It, it's like that rag, like working blue collar raggedy look, <laughs> you know, not the, not these expensive clothes, you know, that look raggedy. But I know? think that's the way that whole movement's going anyway. They're going to take that look, make that a thing now. Yeah. Like, like wearable dreadlocks is basically what it is. <laughs> is when I think about it. <laughs> All right, well, let's end on wearable dreadlocks. Yeah. That's a good place to stop it. Uh, thanks for coming on today. Oh, I had a good time. This was fun. Yeah. See? I told you it'd be great. <laughs> That's it. This is good. It'd come back anytime. I'll do it. All right. That was so much fun. Joe, if you're listening, come back soon. I'd love to do at least a few more. I think, you know, obviously we have more to talk about. We got one episode in there, but we could have kept going for two or three hours. So definitely come on again soon. It was uh, a lot of fun. And I do say that every week about every guest, but it really was. So I'm not a liar. I don't have much of an outro this week, though. I think that's it. I really do. I think that's, that's it for now. So if you like this episode, please let me know. If you hated this episode, please let me know. And if you have any ideas for future episodes, please let me know. Thanks so much for listening. And I'll see you next week.